Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Inside. Inside. Yeah. <laughs> was that keyboard back in the day? <laughs> what was the no, no, sound? That, ooh, no, there was a. There was one that was huh, like inside. Huh, yeah. huh, that was it. Huh, huh. Huh. <laughs> huh, I thought it was so it. fascinating. So hilarious. <laughs> I was thinking there was one that was like inside. Huh, huh, huh. <laughs> Whose idea was that? I'm so dead. <laughs> I'd actually love to look back on our musical pieces at school and see if it's actually good. I remember I wrote a song that was <laughs> <laughs> from the lyrics. Um, oh no, but it was like oh, it was it was supposed to be like funk. <laughs> <laughs> what about this rings a bell? Wait, was, were we in the same lesson? No. Oh, what well, GCSE were we? No, not GCSE. No, we weren't because you was Mozart's born. Yeah, but I thought GCSEs we scrapped all of that. Did you do music A level? I didn't. Not A level. I didn't. GCSE. What? You did music A level? No, I didn't. I was no. going to say, what the hell? <laughs> hell to the no. <laughs> what the hell? I done drama. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember drama. Uh-huh. But yeah, sorry, you wrote a song, yeah? But I feel like I heard this song. You probably did. Yeah, I think it was, it was like a bell. <laughs> It was a tune. <laughs> that was a tune, boy. I'm broadcasting oh, you fished the water. Oh, so sorry. I'm actually pumped. <laughs> Greedy. I'm so dehydrated. One was the juice. Oh. I'm so... <laughs> I've got I'm nothing. I'm so dehydrated. I'm actually sorry. You know what's really funny? I was going to be like, you can have some of this and that's what I was just left and I was like, actually. <laughs> that's why I picked up the cup. I thought, uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Remind me not to be on the desert island with you. No, you actually probably that's just because I don't stash. think I'll share water. I'm so thirsty all the time these days. Oh my god! Well, sorry, I'll forget. I'm dragging it. I was gonna say that's a sign of diabetes and pregnancy. Thirsty? Yeah, I think with diabetes you get thirsty a lot. I'm pregnant. Oh yes, definitely. Because my mom used to always park in like illegal spots, and she'd be like, "Oh." <laughs> Like, tell them I have diabetes and I'm thirsty. <laughs> and I used to be so nervous thinking, oh, pray they don't come. My mum's was, tell them I'm pregnant. Really? And I needed to wee and I said, oh, <laughs> my mum is not pregnant. She's had no children after me. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. The things parents used to make you do, oh my gosh. That video that I put up on my Finsta about um, climbing over the fence as a child. You know, I was laughing so <laughs> much. Because I can imagine yeah. it as well. And I'm, I even remember back in the day. Back, I was, and... I'm four for eleven, by the way. So obviously I was shorter back in the day. I'm so small, and she's making me do a big, big fence. I remember it being back in, uh, I mean, like a norm back in yeah. the day. You'll be like, "Oh, I'm locked out," and you have to jump over. Climb up. Up the fence. <laughs> and I remember kind of anxiously waiting at the front door, like, "Is she ever gonna, gonna die? Yeah. <laughs> I'm never gonna, gonna come through." <laughs> that was so evil. Another thing is she used, she used to make me do. This is so working class. Um, she used to send me with a note to the corner shop, being like, "10 Bensons and edges. Please serve my child." And they would give it to you. Yeah. Do you know what did she like sign it? You she could have written that yourself. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm, I was eight. What kind of corner shop like, is that? Please serve my child. Please, ten B and H. A little kid. I used like, to hate it. Cigarettes, please. Yes, cigarettes. <laughs> Proper little kids. What the hell? That's actually very messed up. So disgusting. I remember I got to age. I was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, because I'm like, it's weird actually. I'm working class, whatever. Sorry, really There's funny. always been a little bit of a bougie to me of like, I know I know that certain things this is are not normal. Yeah. Like even when my mum used to try and give me white bread, I'd be like, no, what brown really? bread? I don't like white bread. Wow. There's always a bit of like, 
this is wrong. <laughs> I don't want this. I know this is my life. And I know this one. It's all I know. But it's I not right. I'm supposed to be rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I've said on the pod, I always used to think, my dad is going to come back and he's a millionaire. Aww. I used to think he is a millionaire. I remember one time walking past Hatley Empire and, I'm, and I thought, imagine he owned this. Wow. Like, <laughs> Bless you. I know, it's, really, it's a sad story. That is actually really but sad. Me and my dad's rich. I mean, I had my dad and I used to wish <laughs> my dad was 50 cent. <laughs> My dad was very much around And I still used to wish He was 50 I probably remember Looking at the poster Like if only I was his child I'll be rich I just want to be rich I've always had a really weird Relationship with 50 Do you know what I was going to say Like I fancy him And also want him to be my dad It's really weird It's a bit creepy Very Very well, that's maybe this is why my dad would rip the poster down. He was jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I know you wanted to be your dad. <laughs> this is getting toxic and exactly. icky as hell. No, not like that. Oh, oh. Jealous of my. Jealous I wanted to be my dad, Rikia. Oh, oh, oh my God. Like, that would have joke me like Freudian. Um, Whoa! <laughs> okay. What? Are you laughed? Just for confirming for the listeners, by the you way. You laughed the whole time. What are you talking about right now? He's jealous. <laughs> That's so disgusting. <laughs> oh my god! God forbid. Oh, I'm actually outraged. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh my god! I'm not recorded. <laughs> um. Hello. <laughs> I'm Fuller, I guess. And I'm Rikia, I guess. Oh, for flip's sake. We've done it again. Don't what? know what episode it is. Oh, we don't know what episode Welcome so back to just another fucking installment of... Wait, Wait am, am I toxic? toxic? Where do you think you're going to be when you're 80 years old? 80. Hopefully not in a home and alive. Um, Inshallah. But I'm going to say with my husband mm-hmm. in our little holiday home. Where? I'm not sure where, but I want to be somewhere where, like, we use a boat to get around. Love that. So, like, a water town where... In this country? No. Okay. It's our holiday home. Holiday home. Oh, yeah. yeah got but you, got we you. spend most of the year there because, you know, the kids have got their own lives. And <laughs> I've never cared much for babies after I had my own. <laughs> um, so, I don't care for their grandkids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to be living in a river town. I want to have a river town house. So it's like, oh, babe, I'm going to the shop. Oh, I'll come with you. And then we get the boat. And then we're like, actually, should we just go for a long stroll? Yeah, let's go for a long stroll. We should stroll. go to Thailand. <laughs> yeah, Thailand could do it. I know there's one in Colombia that I love, but I wouldn't live there. Um, yeah, that's kind Africa? of where I see myself. Yeah, I could 100%. I definitely want to be in Nigeria at some point, but I don't. I wouldn't want to live in the river town. Um, <laughs> it's not exactly the nicest. This is really, really, really ignorant of me. I'm actually... Little bit scared to ask on the podcast, but I'll ask it because we are progressive people. <laughs> Safe space. I saw a TikTok in Lagos, they've now got a train. Is that a, the first train or it's definitely your first train? It's new. Oh, yeah. thank God. Because there oh, aren't trains. There trains there. There aren't. Okay. Wait, wait. No, there aren't trains in, in Lagos that I know of. No. Okay. There's no. a train. That's why the traffic's so bad. Oh, yeah. Really? There's a train. Phew. <laughs> I'm worried about You know when people are like Oh do they have houses there No there's no train system As in public transport train Oh okay there is There's a train I'm sure I saw Lagos And people were excited But I did watch it on mute So I couldn't really work out What's going on But there's a train Wow that's interesting I mean it would be great Their infrastructure For transport Mm. is very bad Mm. That's why the traffic Is just so awful So that would be amazing Gonna do my research Do you know um, Where would you Oh go Oh, where would I be? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, I guess this kind of leads me on to the answer. So yesterday I was in bed and <coughs> I thought you was yawning there. For my, am I boring you? <laughs> you said bed. Uh, <laughs> <next>. um, <laughs> the way you looked at me. I was like, oh, it's very rude. So yesterday, <laughs> how can I just yawn? <laughs> I am. Um, do you remember this... Um, this monthly subscription of magazines um, called Around the World by the Rugrats. No. Ah. Uh, As in, was it a kid's magazine? It was a kid's magazine. Oh. And I literally burst into tears, you know. Oh. You know, it's like, it feels so nostalgic to you. Yeah, and I it, found it all. Th- so I saw it online. Oh. And I was like, it just, you know when something unlocks yeah. a whole new memory for you? And I remember every week, I was so, um, I, I, 
might be getting too deep with this, but like I'd never traveled before outside mm. of like Spain. So as a child, I feel like I used to like experience the world through like magazines. Mm. Remember, I wasn't didn't have internet or anything. Yeah. So this these magazines each week just really opened my eyes to the world. That's really, it was really strange. And every week I'll look forward to the new magazine. Oh. And you add it to a, um like a booklet and you have like a passport and you'll put your stickers of where you've been around the world. Where you've been around the world, as yeah. in the magazines. On the magazines, you've... yeah. That's there was a New really York one. Cute. There was an e- Egypt one that I really, really remember. Um, and then this sounds like a great concept. There's a kids. New York one. Yeah, it was really good. So what's, it, what's the in the magazine? Just like Just educational like facts about like Egypt, facts about New York. That's um, so cute. It was a really good and it was a rug rat. Yeah, and you, each week you'd collect the magazine. I've always loved the rug rat. And it'd be like, where are you going this week? Oh. And it'd be like, New York. I'm this like, is really cute. What the hell? <laughs> Finally, <laughs> seeing the statue live in the flesh. Can't afford to see it, person. The magazine will do. Yeah. Oh, that's really yeah. cute. Yeah, I, I cried and I cried and I cried. Um, that's really. It, just felt, cute. it felt really emotional to me. Yeah. Um, because I remember they were just so important, and I really loved them. Um, this is really sweet. Sweet, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I love how innocent kids can be. Mm. It's making me think about how different it. Is for the kids in our lives Like when I think about Josiah Josiah Josiah's like I really want to go to this country And then Keji's like Alright hopefully the next family holiday Absolutely like, Now Oh Josiah won't let me rest Because he really wants to go to Blah So we're going to have to go this summer And I'm like Damn Some of us were doing magazine stickers Magazines I was saying that had. I think I said it to you Or said it to Fee I was thinking the other day How like privileged our children would be In the sense of like Growing up when I wanted to do work experience, the friends that my mom had, and by the way, I'm not saying it was bad or anything, were either working like um, in a school as a TA or like a, um, a supermarket and mm. stuff like that. And all these work experiences, it's good for opening up your eyes to like, the working world, but it wasn't necessarily inspiring to me. No, not at all. But now, because now there's an emerging kind of black middle class, mm. you know, like you might, you will be the director of your company mm. at one point mm. or whatever. And there's just more... There's more to learn. There's yeah. more networking going on. The network um, is insane. Nepotism, yeah. And nepotism is 100% yeah. going to be a thing for our children. And it, it's just, it'll be so lovely to yeah, see of like, will. you know, your auntie does this, your auntie does that, or your uncle does this. Or My sister's already having that with her friends. Really? Like one of it's them, nice, isn't it? One of her friends owns a restaurant mm. and they've hired... One of the other friends' son for his first oh, job. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I really love it's that. It's really cute. Like, yeah. it's, and when she said it, I was like, this is lovely. And so they've said to her that, oh, when Josiah is ready as well, when he wants to make money on the weekend, that can be his first little job. <laughs> like, I'm just like, that, it's happening. It's really cute. Yeah, it's exactly. like really cute. And I think when you, as Josiah going in, knowing the, the owner of the restaurant, it's not about he has to work. He can work his way up if he wants to be a chef or whatever. Mm. So at that point, he, has the privilege of having a real overview of the whole company, the whole of how business, yeah. behind the scenes, the accounts, yeah. and like how food is prepared or yeah. how it's ordered and stuff, opposed to being like service customer, service yeah, customer, yeah, service customer. Yeah, um, yeah 100%. But yeah, it just kind of made me reflect on how much <coughs> progression we have actually made. I think yeah. sometimes, as an emerging middle class, sometimes me personally, I kind of battle between like how far have I actually come? Like, mm. I'm like one paycheck away from being homeless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. Well, I'm yeah. not, but you know, like, Sometimes I worry about have I done enough? Like, have I has my degree paid off? Or story of my life? Yeah, like, it feels like I haven't achieved as much as I actually think I've achieved. But sometimes it's not even about the things that you've got on paper because those things are attainable with time. Mm. It's just about the possibilities, yeah, sort of thing. So yeah. maybe for my parents, there was no possibility. There is everybody's capable of things, but it was more difficult for them to progress or change their career because they're stuck. They have children and. You know, I don't know, lack of education and stuff. But for me, I I have I might not have those things, but I have the tools to attain yeah. a house or you know. That's exactly what network. it is. It's about potential. Yeah. And there's so much untapped potential still mm. for us. That really excites me. Like it's something that I've been really trying to lean heavy into at the moment. Cause I feel similarly, I think loads of us feel that way. It's like I've done some stuff, I'm mm. not quite where I want to be. And I guess we're all at a stage of like Life is changing quite quickly where Absolutely, yeah. now different things are on my horizon that weren't at one point mm-hmm. of like actually having a family. It's not about the dreaming version of it. It's like mm-hmm. I'm 30 now. Yeah, so. you should be doing it now. <laughs> Let's yeah. actually make this yeah. happen kind of thing. Um, So it's putting me into a weird place where I'm assessing myself really harshly, to be mm-hmm. honest, 
But I've been trying to lean really heavy because it, it had me, I guess, scared at some point, maybe a bit down. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to lean heavy into like, as there was so much to come when I was in my 20s, there's still so much coming. And I guess 30s are just like a transformative mm. decade in life in general anyway. Um, like, I don't know, it's, it's very easy when you're in a certain situation to, and have been there for a little while to feel like, this is it but it's like there's no way this is it forever no yeah <laughs> like, absolutely something's not. gonna change at some point yeah, yeah yeah and when you always listen to older women i talk about women a lot because obviously we're women um but people always say that your 30s are not over yeah you have so much more to learn so much more to and learn and like stop wasting time in that moment worrying worrying because it's always gonna be yeah. it's always gonna be okay and that holds true for literally everything <clears throat> in life mm-hmm. as in if we're talking health Mm. If we're to like people who I don't know, just the idea of like buying into the journey and accepting that things are a journey. Mm-hmm. People, I know a few people that are like, I really want to lose weight and blah blah blah. And it gets them down. And I'm like, it's a journey. You won't be here forever. Oh. If you're talking finances, mm-hmm. career, mm-hmm. love life, family, like we don't just stay stagnant. Something will change. It you know will what? change. I'm so glad you brought it away, actually, because I'm going to thank you mm. <laughs> next week. Um, and oh, now it will be. Oh, this past, I'm there already. You're back. I'm back. <laughs> you're probably back. Oh, for, I'm back. Yeah. Oh, Welcome back. Uh, but you just come back from thank you. I've just come back. Great. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so um, dead. But I am going uh, in brutal turns. I'm going fat. Yeah. I'm going in a body that I don't feel particularly comfortable in. Um, I don't feel beach ready. I don't feel um, black British ready to be amongst people and feel mm. exposed in like skimpy clothes and stuff. Mm. And I had a real moment with myself, not necessarily yesterday, but just in general of like, I'm going there to have fun. Mm-hmm. And my body is not exactly where I want it to be in general at the moment. I'm going to carry this body I'm going to love this body And mm. enjoy myself And with time I think When I When I pour into myself From a position of like love mm. I'm actually more likely To lose weight Because I want to treat Yeah I want to treat Absolutely. it better And like with time I will I definitely have In the past year or so This hasn't been the case for me Because I've been so up and down Because I just haven't had a good relationship With my body But yeah. I remember there was a few years ago Where For me to maintain my weight was a huge achievement. Mm. And when I reflect on it, I maintained it because I love my body. Mm. And I wasn't even like, I was just so accepting of like, oh, I'm a chunky girl that I was kind of eating relatively well because Mm. there was no panic of like um, fasting, which I'd done literally last week. There was no panic of like fasting or there was no thing of like, oh, I've got this event coming up. It was just like, oh, I'm chunky. I'm cool with myself. Like I'm actually all right. I'm not exactly where I want to be. There was just an overall like, Acceptance That helped me maintain weight And also lose yeah. weight At the same time Yeah And I think that's what I'm really kind of Banking on getting Back to now mm. Of like Let me go Let me not punish myself Like let me go to the beach In my body shape mm-hmm. And like let me wear Nice clothes Yeah 100%. Uh, Because my body Why deserves to be you? there yeah. Like it's not yeah. a burden To anybody Yeah um, And if it's a burden to me Then what are we going to do with myself? Yeah, Should I you, lay down and die? Yeah, yeah, yeah You've <laughs> um, got the right idea I'm so glad yeah. You're adopting that mentality Because mm. The the scariest part about when you're holidaying and especially this type of holiday is mm. I don't think there's ever a body that somebody's like, perfect, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> In my yeah. life, at every shape and size I've been, mm-hmm. I've never gone on holiday like confident. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So this mentality needs to hold true for absolutely everyone. Absolutely. Because there is never a time that you're gonna be satisfied technically because the goalpost always moves. Yeah. So exactly. and love also- your body now. Thank you. And what I kind of thought about as well is that I'm going, I'm attending this event, not as a quote unquote baddie. Mm. Like I don't have to get a picture for social media for this yeah, event. You I can, can literally go and post fun. nothing. Yeah. There's no requirement of me, yeah. of me in any sort of way yeah. to post. So 100%. I'm just going to enjoy myself, man. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm really glad you feel yeah, that. Yeah. You've got a, you got the right idea. Yeah. You paid too much money to be going there and <laughs> feeling hating insecure. yourself, feeling insecure. And <laughs> As we know, insecurities are just in our heads. Like yeah. nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Also, I actually said this to my friend the other day, and I was thinking, hopefully you don't take offense. But I was like, you're not the main character. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> like, everyone has main. Ca- nobody cares. Nobody cares about you. Truthfully, like, do you know when I see? Care about you, I but see, we don't. We, no, nobody cares. <laughs> Me as someone who's insecure, like 
most people project in life and see their see insecurities in others that they see themselves. Mm. If I see a girl with um, back fat, I'm gonna see it and and move you don't on. even notice. Yeah, like, no, but I see it and I'm like because of you. Because yeah, of me, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, my <laughs> thing is bellies. I notice bellies, but then I'm like, and what you know, I find fascinating. I always mm-hmm. see people with a belly, and I'm like, I think her belly's bigger than mine. She looks amazing. Yeah, and I'm like. Yeah. But why don't I think what? I look amazing? <laughs> but I proper always look at people then because back in the day I used to have an excuse. I'd mm. be like, her stomach is fine because of her shape. So she's got a pop belly. I'm like that with but her bum is models. big. Yeah. And like her waist is a bit smaller than mine. But mine is wide <laughs> and big. So I would always have an excuse for why yeah. it's different. Yeah. I know now that I'm a bit older, I don't have excuses because I'm like, I'm definitely not the only person in the world born with my body shape. Yeah. It's just I perceive it differently because mm. it's someone else. Yeah. And then everyone else is fine. On yeah. me, it's not. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's some people, like, I have a cousin who's, um, she's always struggled with her weight. She, um, to the point that she can go from, like, size 8 to, like, 16, back and mm. forth, back and forth. She's always been like that. Well, not so much now, sorry, but, like, growing up. And regardless of her size, she always looked good. Mm? Genuinely, yeah, yeah. like always looked good. I'm like, damn, like yeah. you've you've really catered to yourself for every single size. That's good. And I, and that that to me screams confidence. Yeah. Um, because you're yeah. not hiding away when you're a size 16. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just and you're not saving your swag to your size eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> embrace what, embrace you, have, what like, you have. Like and people and are you're dressing to you. your body well. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Because your body always deserves to be dressed well. Exactly. But anyway, yeah. Um <laughs> I guess that was a bit of a tangent. Just talking generally about. <laughs> Trying to remember what we we're talking about. We about love a good rant. The journey. The journey. Why were we talking about the journey? Oh, um, in terms of not having things that we think we should have our age. Yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. Mm. Um. So I don't remember what it was that made me piggyback on what you were saying, but mm. ultimately, yeah, I'm just in a phase now of trying to be really grateful for where I currently am. Mm-hmm. Um and maintaining excitement about the future because whether I like it or not it won't stay like this something's going to change and that excites the shit out of me like ain't no way things aren't going to change yeah even if I keep trying at the exact same thing be it yes and this is why I love this this sentiment that I'm holding because it really does work for every avenue of my life Mm -hmm. my love life my finances uh what else my family yeah if I keep trying at those things Eventually, something's gonna happen. Absolutely, because by the laws of nature, that's just how it works. This is seasons, B. Literally, literally. Well, not if you're in the UK. <laughs> one, like season, one still, season, but yeah. <laughs> season two of the same show, yeah. but <laughs> still a different season. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah. Here's to, cheers to optimism for real. And, Absolutely. Um, being excited for the future. I am excited for the future. Ooh, I'm boop, honest with myself. Boop. Right. Should we move on to our toxic thought? Yes, we shall. Ready? Mm-hmm. Said, so, hey girls, I recently discovered your podcast and I must say I'm obsessed. Dang. I managed to catch up on 76 episodes in one week. So it's safe to say I'm truly a fan. Wow. That's actually mad. 76 hours. Damn, girl. <laughs> in a week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot So that's an awful lot um, I'm not sure my submission Is exactly a toxic thought But I'm looking for some advice I lost a really really close relative Last year And within that year My partner thought It was a fantastic time To break up with me And wow. shortly after I managed to fail One of my accounting exams Four times in a row Oh damn <laughs> It's safe to say That my world has been Turned upside down In the last year However Am I actually crazy For being happy with my life my friends are deeply concerned about my welfare and keep drumming into me that I need to grieve properly and process everything that's happened. Don't get me wrong, I definitely have my days that I feel sad and I cry, but why must I live my life in misery? For those who have experienced death knows that life goes no. For those who have experienced death know that life truly moves on and although you'll never get over it. Without going into the ins and outs of my life, I had a difficult childhood and in my adult years I've made the commitment to myself that I'll always choose joy. Am I insane for choosing to live my life for me? Or have I truly grasped the true essence of life? Hmm. First of all, sorry for your loss. Yes. Um, yeah, that sounds like one of the worst years possible. <laughs> yeah. Grieving is hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're also grieving, like, I guess the future where you're failing your exams. It's like, there's nothing worse than going through something as awful as grieving. And mm-hmm. every little bit of hope 
for the future counts in moments like that. Like, I remember in times that I've grieved, if I have plans on the Saturday, mm. it might even be the deadest plans brunch. It won't be anything major, but that little bit of hope mm. means everything in that moment because it just feels like the beginning of maybe a new yes. era. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe there's joy on the other side of this little event. Mm-hmm. And when that thing falls through, it's like, it means my whole world has more. crumbled. Mm. So... Something and that's for me. That's been like things like brunch. But if I had a life thing, it's mm. like you know I've got a lot to look forward to. After you qualify, you earn more money. Like there's career stuff involved, and to fail at that at the same time, mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's like, a lot. It's actually a lot. It's a lot. And I think, of course, it's it's good to process things. But as she said, like when you do experience death, you really realize that life does go on mm-hmm. and I think sometimes functioning and moving is so important even in your healing mm. that a lot of people don't realize I think when it comes to grieving in any kind of capacity whether that's a relationship or like um losing someone to death mm. people think that you should stop and process but sometimes there's more room for things to blow out of proportion mm. and like you to really fall down a rabbit hole of like destruction yeah if anything yeah and I think a fine balance is really important I always think about when um my nan retired mm-hmm. um, and we were so, we were so hot on her sitting still and just relaxing. Mm. The woman's mental health and dementia went through the roof mm. and she got really ill, taking loads of medication. Not say we killed her off, but it's like, <laughs> what? We, didn't, we, like we gave her loads of no, medication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But you know what I mean? Because all she wanted to do was be active. Yeah. Um, and with her not being active, her mental, her health literally deteriorated mm. because you need to find that fine balance of you know what still processing things still taking time of yourself but you need to keep moving that's what life does yeah life doesn't stop moving yeah and when you absolutely when you do completely stop this is why people um you know when it comes to like retirement and people mm. get depressed and mm-hmm. go back to work because they put so much emphasis on like stopping and breaking and taking doing nothing mm. that it's actually kind of tormenting yeah yeah that makes sense yeah I find I feel like um, yeah. I, sorry, I, I actually completely lost my point. There was something else. <laughs> there was something I was going to say about. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, that's it. Mm. So I think that sometimes, like what it sounds like she's probably experiencing mm. is very much a, a fight or flight mm. type reaction. Mm. I, I, you would be surprised just how powerful the mind and body is and like, Self-preservation Like mm-hmm. your your brain Actually can be like Do you know what Enough of that Yeah Because we can't handle that Yes Yeah And I think Sometimes I guess that can be translated as You've not processed And you've You're you know Avoidant But Sometimes Ultimately Where the reality is That A lot of these things Can't be changed mm-hmm. You know this ha- They've happened yeah, now really It's there mm. um, Processing doesn't necessarily have to happen immediately. Yeah. And in chunks as well. Do you know what I mean? It's a whole process. It's like, it doesn't have to happen now. Mm -hmm. So even though to some, it seems like avoidance and and delusion or whatever, the reality is, maybe it's actually a great thing that your mind is choosing happiness Mm. because the alternative isn't going to make or break you anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So the alternative of being depressed, like that's not going to fix anything. What is it going to fix? It's happened. Mm. So... So I know sometimes there are things that need to be processed, like you know, loss, death, and and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I am a firm believer, like don't run from it. But at the same time, I am a believer in running. I think generally, when you go stuff in, go through stuff in life, I don't think it's bad to run from it mm-hmm. if as an immediate reaction if you need to. Yeah, what you're running looks like, hundred percent. It can be healthy, it can be unhealthy. Don't mm-hmm. be like I'm running, therefore I drink every night, or <laughs> I've blown all of my savings. Yeah, and I have no money for rent yeah. now. No, not that kind of running, but. Healthy running of just choosing joy. Yeah. Run! Choosing joy, yeah, Keep within running. reason as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. And also, there's nothing wrong with kind of like running 
pausing for a break, looking mm-hmm. back, thinking, "Raw, I'm gonna cry this out." Yeah. Pause again. Go ahead. Yeah. Keep running because that's and when you stop and you're kind of going back too far. Yeah. It's you're just stuck in hell. Yeah. Basically. Um, and what I found really interesting about her saying that she had a difficult childhood, so she's trying trying her best to choose joy. Um, and I kind of think a lot about um, I think when you come from a place of trauma, it is. So, and I speak from experience, it's so difficult to choose joy. Because mm. I think what when you do come from a difficult childhood, all you're trying to do is overcome the trauma and accept it mm. instead of choosing joy. Yeah. So I feel like I've spent most of my life like doing the work. Mm-hmm. So, but that doing the work is me just literally sitting in the trauma and trying to unpick everything, everything yeah. rather than hopping over to the other side of the hill and choosing joy. Yeah. Sort of yeah. thing. And now I'm in my older age, I'm like, you don't have to sort everything out in your childhood. That it wasn't even my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like they, that, the things that have happened to me, the things I've experienced, wasn't my fault. Yeah. Let me go over and choose joy for choose a second. Joy. Not yeah. everything has to be unpacked. I mean, mm. something that we forget sometimes is that the reason that we need things like periods of mourning, periods of healing, is mm. because something has affected us negatively. Yeah. I, example, I've lost someone, mm. and ever since I. Don't speak to most of my friends anymore. Mm. Something bad has happened, and clearly it has affected me. So mm. yeah, let's unpack that. But if you're able to be okay, yeah, maybe we don't need to unpack <laughs> it. And maybe, maybe there are things that you suppressed, and like yeah. there are issues that have arisen from the trauma, mm. but you haven't quite identified them yet. At the time that you do, then unpack it. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to force yourself into this processing and unpacking process. Yeah. Like the, unpacking and healing is a reaction. To something bad mm-hmm. If that bad thing Hasn't happened Then we don't need The reaction Yeah we don't need yeah, The reaction don't. Yeah Because you're just You'll just drive yourself mad Yeah And I think with trauma Especially It's so easy To internalize Especially when you're A fixer mm-hmm. Like you're a thinker Like mm-hmm. you, you you're, you're someone who Sits in things And yeah. actively makes An effort to mm-hmm. And it's like Now that's something That you do out of habit Yes Do you know what I mean Yeah 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 But Sometimes I guess it's important to take a step away and say like, do I need to sit in it? Yeah. Like, what am I going to gain from sitting in, yeah. in it? Do you know Sometimes what I mean? Sometimes it's even, there's even power in sitting with something and thinking, oh yeah, that's mad. Identifying yeah. it and be like, yeah. that's mad. All right, cool. Yeah. Locked in my head. Yeah. Let me just do what I'm doing right now. Because again, life moves on. So you might be in like a, a fantastic job, like mm. a mad op- job opportunity. But I don't know, you were triggered by something that happened a couple of days ago mm. or whatever. I don't know. It could be a bad example. Mm-hmm. But like, just part, just accepting that and not necessarily running away, mm. but just truly accepting that that thing has happened. But at the moment, this is where I'm placing my joy yeah. and I'm going to yeah. overindulge as much as I can yeah. um, while still having this going on in, in my brain. Mm. I was even thinking recently, I know I gen- generally do therapy kind of when situations happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, was thinking about it. I could be wrong. I could change my mind because mm-hmm. I'm capable of doing that. <laughs> um, I was just thinking maybe about doing like long-term therapy to just maintain that kind of self-care. Okay. So like, you know, somebody's checking checking in on me and caring about me. This, I'm talking about my therapist here. Mm. Not when I'm in pain, but when I'm actually okay. Yeah. As well, because I'm allowed to fully, I'm allowed to fill my self-care cup Without tragedy Yeah That <laughs> like I'm deserving yeah. of love And care uh, yeah, And yeah. you know Attention It's almost like You stay in a state Of survival And it's yes. like When you're not surviving It's when you're like Reinforcements help Help yes. But like Maybe you deserve to do more Than survive on a day to day Yeah Maybe you can thrive Maybe I can thrive <laughs> Yeah Yeah that's the kind of balance That I think even personally I'm trying to overcome Of like Let me thrive mm. Let me not just survive And I think A lot of people A lot of People of color are like yeah. we're, we're constantly in survival mode. Yeah, and like we're, we, there's a lot of fear mongering in our community as well. Of like yeah. survive, survive, survive. Always preparing for the worst, but yeah. sometimes choose joy, yeah. even when it is uncomfortable. Like when I buy myself things, even still to this day, self care is so hard for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow, I'm doing this for me, mm. unapologetically for me. Yeah, um, but it's so. Important. It's hard and yeah. it's important. I feel like I, I became an advocate for choosing joy. Mm. I've, over the years, I think I've always been like a choose yeah, joy type you of are, person. Yeah. But I think in more recent times, I've become like a proper, proper poster child for it. Because I think I was, I had some really bad news that like, 
technically hasn't actually gone anywhere. Mm. It's, it's still there and it's still something that every now and then I, I try to work through. But mm-hmm. it was kind of just like, I sat in it for so long, processing it, and it was affecting my day to day. Yeah. Um, and I came to the realization that, I don't know, it was affecting my day to day in the sense of like, I realized that it was affecting even things like how often I speak to people, the way that I speak to people. Mm-hmm. Because I'd sat in that for so long, it's almost like it was like a new version of me. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm, I'd now and then I'd be like, I'm so used to being this way, but this isn't who I am. But I'm also really used to it. So it kind of does feel like who I am. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, I don't want to be this person mm-hmm. though. Like, I don't want to be the doom and gloom person that when you sit in something, you just, you don't realize just how much you might change. Yeah, and, and you internalize it to the point of like this one thing that's out of your control. Yeah. And like that's happened. And now you it's actually you're allowing it to transform your character. And now you're kind of not a good person. I don't like, even like myself. Yeah, yeah, you don't like yourself. Yeah. I'm not being the person, someone that I would be proud to be. And that has a whole mm. domino effect of itself. Mm. And I feel like it got to the point that like I think people would either speak to me, like you might even speak to me. Mm. And I felt a little bit like every conversation was laced in this thing. Okay, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to be this, mm. but I'm just so kind of used to it. And I almost feel like the people around me are used to it too. Mm. And I just literally had to sit with myself and say like, cool, what what can I do about this now? <laughs> yeah. I've done everything yeah. I possibly can do about it. And being a buzzkill sucks. Yeah. Nobody wants, <laughs> Nobody to, be wants to be that person. Like, yeah. And when I do have my moments of, oh, I want to have fun, no one's even thinking of me. Because yeah. they don't even we see know me as fun. Go. Literally. So I'm just like, I think I need to actively change <laughs> some things here and choose joy, choose happiness. And like, I really recentered myself a little bit of like, what do I even like? Like, mm. what are the things that bring me? My therapist helped with this as well. Like the small little things that bring me joy. And I guess those small things usually flower into bigger things because mm. your mind spirals in whichever direction you allow it to kind of thing. And mm. I've always been very passionate about that. Like, if you give yourself a, your mind like a seed of negativity, you can definitely create a tornado. Oh, absolutely. A seed of positivity, yeah. you can really create sunshines and rainbows. You really, really can. <laughs> you really can. I think I'd, I might butcher what your therapist said, but I think you you told me about your therapist talking about you were 30 at the time um, and there was just so much more to look forward to. Yeah. It was kind of like you were grieving prematurely for like, for goddamn no yeah. reason. She was what saying, did she say again? Yeah, she was just saying that like, she feels as though I say I want certain things, mm. but in my actions and in my behaviours, I behave as though I don't actually believe those things are possible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're chatting shit. <laughs> of course I think it's possible because it's everything I want right now. Yeah. And so she just kind of like nitpicked and, and picked at little things that I do and say mm. that indicate that deep down, I don't actually think that those things are actually going to happen for yeah. me. It's just something that I distract myself with and I've convinced myself that I still want. But what does wanting mean? Like, mm. is it a desire or is it something that you truly believe you can have and are worthy of having? Mm-hmm. Um. So she was just picking up on like my vocabulary, stuff that I was saying and doing to indicate that I don't actually think I'm going to have it. And therefore I'm kind of mourning it before it could have ever even come to pass anyway. Mm. Um, and she was just, she just like got real with me and was like, you're 30. Like, <laughs> yeah. she's like, get over it. Like, yeah. seriously, there's so many things. You're going to meet loads of people. Yeah. Like your life, your career is going to completely transform. There's so many things mm. that are yet to happen in your life. But, you're acting as though you, you, you've counted yourself out before it's even happened. And I was finding that interesting to say here because I'm like, as a character, I'm like, that's the complete opposite of who I am. Yeah, I don't yeah. count myself out. Shit. <laughs> I think I'm going to have everything. Like, yeah, yeah. So it was interesting to hear just like the psychology, I guess, of even sometimes when you think you're a certain way, mm. does your heart agree? Yeah. And even vocab, I think vocab is so important. Yeah. Like I'm someone that like, I, I can openly say now like I want children like I want a, I want a partner mm. but in my my words even currently I'm quite negative about those things mm. I'm like mm, yeah just, yeah yeah <laughs> same same like and that's not for me to go around and be like there is hope fairy tale <laughs> yes somebody's gonna save me yeah um but like the way it, and I think it's not even about I think what I what I'm saying about those things 
says more about how I currently feel about myself and mm. what I'm kind of worthy of in that moment mm. because I feel like those things aren't going to happen because of who I currently think I am. Yeah. Until I get to a point where I feel like I'm worthy of those things and I'm in a space where I can like attract know, a good man and mm. uh, know, have someone, I can find someone that's on the same level as me and has the same values. It's not, it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think at the moment, what just what's really important for that like, lot of women in, our, in their 30s is to kind of get back into your bag again. Mm. Um, I always talk about my 20s, but there was definitely a time in my life where I I was reading all the self-help books. I was watching all the YouTube videos of like inspiring of like how to, how to, I don't know, how to heal, how to get over this. And a lot of, you do have to thought through because a lot of it is bullshit. Mm. But there is, a, there's the sentiment of like hope. Mm. Hope is important. Faith is important. Optimism is important. Gratitude is important. Yeah. Um, and if you don't practice those things on a daily, you're going to fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of where yeah. you get to. So I think at the moment, I'm trying to like just get back into my gritty bag again. Yeah. Like I think some in your 20s, there's um there's a grittiness to you mm. where there's a bit of arrogance to kind of feel like, yeah, these things are going to happen. Um, and you're more willing to put yourself in spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I get you. I'm- whereas sometimes, when you get to your 30s, it kind of feels, oh, I've done that before. It didn't work out. Like, Yeah. I get what you mean. You need a refresh. Yeah. It's, I feel like some, what you're describing for me is probably like my faith, like the journey mm. that I've had with my faith sometimes. Yeah. And with faith, we always, any like, I guess Christian will say like, there's no destination. Mm. You never land and you're like, yeah. aha, yeah. Christian fully loaded <laughs> like it just yeah. doesn't happen that way it's a constant journey of mm. learning yourself learning your relationship with god and people often fall off of that journey mm. like you you have moments where you distance and you're, you're not as close to god as you once were you're not as, as connected with your faith as you once were yeah. and eventually god willing usually you'll come back to it and it's like i need a refresher yeah and sometimes that refresher is practical things yes yeah. like practices that i need to put in place I read my Bible every morning. I must do that for the next few weeks. And that's that's what I used to kind of kick start myself. Mm. And I eventually get into the full rediscovery of that what that faith is. Um, and it sounds very similar to what you're saying. It's like, I guess on a when you're on a journey of like self-growth and um self-love, I don't know. These yeah. words all sound really cheesy and shit, <laughs> yeah. but there is like something real at the core of them. You have waves. You have mm. your moments. But I think when you... Because of... I don't know what it is, but there's something about the way we do it in our 20s that make it feel like something we're supposed to leave behind. Where it's like... I guess maybe because there was a naivety to it. There's in naivety. Our 20s. And it, it did sometimes, I think, you know, companies always commodify off these things. It was a cheesiness it to self-love. Cheesy, yeah. It's like self-love means like buying a journal and journaling. Yeah. Whereas now when I'm older, self-love might look... Like, oh, sorry, no, I can't make it. Yeah. Um, not in a horrible way, like boundary <laughs> way, but like, sorry, I can't make it. Or, you know what? Um, I'm going to pick up myself this makeup brush because I really wanted it for a while. Yeah. Like the yeah. small thing yeah. um, is kind of like self-love or like walking away from situations that just, they don't align with their values. Mm. Um, so yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's a similar concept, I guess. Of like, I think because something about the like what you're saying, how mm. we did it in our twenties, it was a bit cheesy. So it feels like an era that you just leave behind. Yeah. But I think it shouldn't be an era that you leave behind. It should be something that similar to like what happens with me and Faith and other people. Mm-hmm. It's like you revisit it and it evolves. Yes. Yeah. And you might have to have an, a period of like practical things to allow you to get back into that that mindset of like trying to do love yourself and choose joy and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and some of it might even require some of the cheesy stuff that you know because absolutely I, it's um, what you know I've been watching YouTube videos here and there so a couple of weeks ago I went through like a really no two weeks ago a really difficult situation or whatever and I had so much anxiety like during the night I woke up maybe like three in the morning anxiety was through the roof and I thought because I know myself I was like clean your flat mm. like clean your flat and eat some grapes Mm. Like that was self-love to me mm. I worked two in the morning Like I put on I think I put on gospel wow. might not have, It might have been gospel I can't remember what Yeah Put on gospel Actually no Tell a lie I put on gospel That was kind of was Maybe more emotional mm. So I was like I'm going to switch this off I put on Love Island US <laughs> put, <laughs> that that on, really put that on in the background um, And clean my flat And literally ate grapes It was like yeah. literally Three in the morning Yeah And when I woke up the next day 
don't get me wrong, I wasn't bouncing off the walls. But those two things that I'd yeah. done had helped me so much. And that was me showing up for myself in that moment that I needed care and yeah. I needed support. I'm not the kind of person that's going to call anybody in the middle of the night crying. Yeah. But I just knew I needed to do that for myself to make yeah. myself feel better. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm really proud of myself for yeah. that. Just small things. I'm glad you did yeah, that as well. Yeah. yeah. It can, that's, um, I guess that mirrors like the, I think there's a practicality to to things that you you have to be realistic with yourself yeah. about. Like, yeah, you, it, I think when it comes to self care, we're all very. It, it feels like this elusive idea. We don't really get what it is and how to mm. do. It. We were talking about this on the pod before, mm. but I think it is a real thing, and I think it's very important. But the reason that it's so confusing and elusive is because the practical element to it is either ignored or like make you're made to fall see for it. So. Manifestation, for examples. Mm. <sighs> manifestation, not manifestation. What are those things when people say stuff to each other, to yourself in the mirror? Affirmation. Affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, manifestation. <laughs> Do you know why I said that? Why? Basically, I'm obsessed with some show on Netflix called Manifest. Oh, it's sick. Oh, it's really good. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> affirmations. Mm. Personally, I find them cheesy. Mm. Bit cringe. Yeah. Not really Same, the yeah. one to find myself in the mirror saying, I am strong. I can't do it. <laughs> but Girl. I very much, literally, I very much appreciate that there's a practical element sometimes that's needed when it comes to approaching matters of self and like the spirit, your heart, mirror your work mind, is important, your emotions. You know? you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm 100%. Like, I, as, as much as I might find it cheesy, the, the reality is we don't often see ourselves. And I think, even the fact that we find it uncomfortable to look in the mirror for too long with the purposes of actually talking to yourself. It's like, that's how you know that you're so disconnected. There's a disconnect. Yeah. You know, there's been times, yeah, because I thought about this maybe last week or the week before. The only time I look at myself is to either dress myself or fix myself with makeup. Yeah, same. Like, there's never a time where I look at myself yeah. out of like, to just, just, see. just to see myself. Yeah. Like, for long enough, anyway. And, and I'm not going to lie, sometimes there's been a time where I've stared in the mirror, I'm like, this is uncomfortable. It's creepy. But, it's 100%. me. <laughs> happens to me all the I'm time. I'm looking at my own eyes. It's when I go to the toilet sometimes, yeah. in the night in particular. Yeah. I scare myself. Yeah. Because I don't turn on the light and I'm yeah. like, I feel like I'm looking at a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, but it's me. Me. Like, it's so weird. Why are yeah. you so uncomfortable with your Looking presence? at yourself. Yeah. 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 So I, as cheesy as I might find it, mm. I really can respect and appreciate that there's the mind is like so complex that mm. beyond my understanding and my reasoning of, of things like affirmations, there is stuff ticking away back there. Absolutely, that yeah. Is that affirmations actually do land for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that practical element, I think is, that, that's what it sounds like you were doing of like, these are tick box things but and they're practical but I just know that somewhere deep inside it's going to mean something yeah, for me. It's a checklist in my brain of like, you know what, your flat so me cleaning my flat was was more about my safe and environment to think mm, when I knew the next day exactly. I'm gonna require thinking time and it's that's practical yeah yeah hundred percent even um I knew that I was gonna feel groggy grapes are somewhat nutritious yeah. nutritious I thought let me just have some grapes yeah. it just it, it, I can't explain I was like well fucking done yeah like, no seriously smashed it yeah A star like because <laughs> I knew it would work for me um just knowing yourself these it's things so are so key. it's so important and I think sometimes self love Self-love feels very selfish. Yeah. But like, it's not. Yeah. It's not selfish at all. You you do need to choose yourself um, no. in those ways. And sometimes not even choose yourself in relation to other people. Sometimes it's just in within yourself, choose yourself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like, I, I did give a pretty shit example of like, sorry, I can't make it. That seems like I'm pissing somebody else off. But like, sometimes in, in within my just, in my own self, like I'm just choosing myself for me mm. and without doing anybody or inconveniencing anybody else in any way. Yeah. I think those things are important. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people choose themselves in spite of other people. Yeah. And it's like, so that's not always self-love. No, no. Sometimes you are being a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's selfish and, you know, you need to work on the way you communicate. Mm. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, okay. yeah, no, it is really important. But um, yeah. yeah, fill your cup, babes. Fill your cup, yeah. yeah. I think choosing joy is such... Learning to choose joy mm. is such a skill. And I, I know it's hit and miss because I've spoken to people about this in the past. And they can't, it kind of rubs them the wrong way. Mm. It's like, oh, shut up. Like, what do we choose people joy? It's not always that joy. simple. But yeah. sometimes it is. Yeah. Like, sometimes it actually is as simple as choosing. Like, yeah. this is beyond my control. 
and I'm going to choose joy. And for me, choosing joy is a version of choosing yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, choosing Absolutely. to savor your sanity for a period of time at least. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Preach, Ma. <laughs> We've probably been preaching. <laughs> we have. We actually have. But it feels good. It does. And it as does. much as... um. You know, we're preaching to you. I know right now I need it. I'm preaching to myself. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I'm talking, yeah. I'm talking to you and yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> to my, to my I don't have self. any listener in mind right now, yeah. personally. I'm literally talking to myself. <laughs> but no, keep choosing joy. And I think, yeah, definitely take the time to process, but move at the same time. Mm. Even sometimes when you have deep conversations, I love walking. Mm. Sometimes sitting down is very uncomfortable because yeah, we're sitting in it. And with me, I'm very, um, I wouldn't even say I'm spiritual, but I'm, Really funny with auras and energy sometimes. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes when I have a deep conversation and like the door's not open, there's no windows, I could, it literally feels like I can visualize this room filling up with just bad energy. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes as we're walking, we're working I off. I get that. Yeah. Like we're yeah. working off the energy, we're communicating, we're moving, we're moving, we're moving. Yeah. Um, I yeah, get there's that. a psychology to that. Yeah. There's a psychology to it. Mm. I feel like it's even a chemical thing. Like yeah. when you walk, there are endorphins. Yes. Like it's it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. It makes all the difference. But yeah. yeah. Choose you. Really sorry to hear about your bloody awful year. Yeah. Um, but the beauty of life that che- seasons change. Absolutely. You know? And if you do need to process it at that time that you do need to do it, you'll come back to it. Yeah. It's okay. And Don't you'll punish be, yourself. You'll be equipped with the tools to move forward. Because exactly. as I always say, shit's always coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you always got to be prepared. It is. Whilst choosing joy. That was actually something that I was going to say earlier. Mm. Is that like, I guess. Oh, my God. I was going to say something mad. What? <laughs> I was going to say like, when you think about slavery, they were still singing songs. <laughs> stuff like they were still. Yeah. Please. <laughs> But my problem, my problem went to like dark cancel. times of like, yeah, they were doing gas cancel. Not saying they was enjoying themselves, but like. Even in peak moments. <laughs> Sorry, do you know how funny this? I think you should just scratch it from the roof. Really? <laughs> no, it's fine. Go on. But do you know what I mean? Like, I do know what you mean. Yeah, it's like finding optimism in even the worst of the worst states. Like, but I guess the the singing songs was the, was also a part of like communicating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I that. do know that. There was more to that. it, but yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? It was yeah. one of the things that they were known for using to lift their spirits. So, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah. <laughs> it's not It's just funny um, It's just Yeah it's just funny Because You know when someone says slavery It's, it's like, like <laughs> yeah, You kind of expect That something stupid Is going to yes. come out yes. afterwards <laughs> And it was <laughs> It wasn't It wasn't though okay. But yeah I was I, I was just going to say earlier That like Part of the reason That it might be easier For her to do this And choose joy mm. Is because You really do learn That Disappointment is kind of inevitable mm-hmm. as life goes on. Yeah. Like, and that's just piggyback of what you just said. It's like, mm. shit's always coming or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, that sentiment is real because you learn when you've been disappointed enough times, you kind of learn the, the ebbs and flows of it of like, mm. all right, cool. I've been disappointed again. Because, and also, I'm not too shocked because I know that people are very disappointed and things are very, life is, can be very disappointing. Mm. I know how this goes. I even know how my morning is going to look. And yes. I'm kind of bored by the idea of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so fuck that. I'm not doing it right now. I'm not doing like, it. Man. I really hear that. We need to move. I got another yeah. example. When your flight's delayed, you're like, oh, might as well get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> like, just no, like, I know what You can't be is. angry for too yeah, long. You it's can't. Like, we have to move. Yeah, we just have to move. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you really do. <laughs> but yeah. Right. We love you lots. Love you plenty as always. Praying for you. Yes. And yeah. See we'll see you next week. <laughs> that was really abrupt. It? it was, yes. Because I need to rush off. Sorry. All right. Bye. Bye, guys.